Good morning, City Church. This is Val Catro. I hope this is a moment of sanity at the start of your day, a moment of truth from God's Word, a moment of grace. About 15 years ago, at a family Christmas celebration, my grandma handed my then sister-in-law, Jen, a small box. Jen opened the box and found a cameo pendant nestled in cotton. It was clearly very old and had a strong family heirloom vibe. As she watched Jen gently pour over the details of the pendant's carving, Grandma said, That was from my first husband's family. And that was it. Their quiet exchange ended without notice, what with the din that is gift exchange time at a family Christmas. My siblings and I got the details later and all responded with a resounding, What? See, this was the first thing any of us grandkids had ever heard of this first husband. And it would pretty much be the last. Our psalm for today, Psalm 78, got me thinking about this. Stay with me, it'll connect. In Psalm 78, Asaph takes us all the way back to Mount Sinai and the covenant made with Israel there, and ends with David's arrival on the scene. Sandwiched between those pivotal moments is an important, thorough account of Israel's repeated struggles and rebelliousness, consistently being met with God's mercy, deliverance, and faithfulness. But what's especially interesting to me is how Asaph sets this whole account up. Listen to the first four verses. Give ear, O my people, to my teaching. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings from of old, things that we have heard and known that our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from their children, but tell to the coming generation the glorious deeds of the Lord, and his might, and the wonders that he has done. With these verses, Asaph makes it pretty clear that he's not just here to reminisce. The impetus of it all is to make it known to the people of Israel that it is their duty to tell those coming up after them the story of their life as a people. The whole story. Their children and their children's children need to know all about Israel so they can also know all about God's unwavering goodness every step of the way. It's a matter of spiritual inheritance, of establishing and maintaining a legacy of understanding of God's goodness within the next generation of believers. Isn't that true for us too? As far as I know, we never did get details about my grandma's first marriage, beyond the fact that it was divorce, not death, that ended things with the first husband. But her life carried on. She married my grandfather in her 30s. They had two kids and moved here to the Richmond area to be near my grandfather's family. By all accounts, she lived a long, fulfilling life, making friends, gardening, painting, playing piano, loving PBS, directing children's choirs, and serving God through her service of others before going home to Jesus at age 102. I mean, I get it. Grandma was born in 1911. The dissolution of a marriage just wasn't talked about then. It would go on to be taboo for decades. I imagine it was a source of pain or shame even if the marriage ended justifiably and or amicably. Or maybe as she sat in that room at Christmas with her kids and her grandkids, that moment in her life felt so far away that she just didn't see the point at poking at long-heeled wounds. Whatever the reason, I don't blame her for not telling her grandchildren that part of her story. But I do wonder how things might have been different if she had told it. What would our family's spiritual inheritance, our understanding of who God is, look like if she had invited us into that hard season of her life? What if she had told us about her relationship with God through it all? Did she feel his presence or did he feel far off? Did she seek his comfort 
Did she experience doubt? And what if she had told us all about his eventual deliverance of her into this beautiful life so well lived? I'll ask her about it when I see her again. In the meantime, I'm keeping Psalm 78 verses 1 through 4 close. As part of a church with so many children, participating in the love and care of the next generation of believers is top of mind for me. It probably is for many of you, too. To do that, we need to tell these kids stories. All the stories. Stories from the Bible, yes, like those so beautifully described in this psalm. As children adopted into the family of God through Jesus, those are part of our spiritual inheritance. But we need to tell our personal stories, too. Stories of what God has done in our lives. Our stories of joy, of course, but also stories of loss. Our stories of when we hurt others, or when others hurt us. Stories of when, despite the messes made, individually or collectively, we saw God show up in his might. Stories of the wonders he has done. Thanks for being with us this morning. Until next time, stay well and do good. Good Morning City Church is a weekday podcast produced by the staff and members of City Church of Richmond, located in Richmond, Virginia. To learn more about us, please visit citychurchrva.com. That's C-I-T-Y-C-H-U-R-C-H-R-V-A dot com. And thanks for listening.